welcome to the Food Freedom Podcast. I am Coach Mary Roberts, and this podcast is all about finding your freedom from food addiction. And we're going to talk about all things related to food addiction and recovery. Let's dig in. Welcome, everyone, to Episode 9. Uh, If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. I hope that after you listen to this episode that you'll go back and listen to the previous episodes. Uh, Today's episode is, do social media influencers perpetuate disordered eating or disordered behaviors? In my opinion, yes, absolutely they do. Most of my life, social media didn't even exist. Um, And during the most sick and unhealthy years of me being in my eating disorder, I was most definitely influenced by media. Um, It contributed a lot to me staying sick, um, mainly because we think that people in the media or the spotlight or that are famous have uh, credibility. So um, influencers on social media have have not replaced the media that influenced me heavily. They've just added to it. You know, before social media, I was influenced by magazine articles, celebrities, television, you know, movies, all promoting thinness and, um, you know, dieting and diet mentality. I can remember as a teen uh, reading Seventeen magazine and Teen magazine Um, back in the 80s. Um, And of course, you know, not only were all the models blonde, which I was not, they were also very thin. Um, I thought that that that, you know, image was the ideal and that that's what I was supposed to look like. Um, Does anyone remember the product called Sun In? Um, You spray it in your hair and it lightens it up. I would use that on my hair in the hopes that I would become blonde. So, you know, when I first started being self-conscious about my body, there there was nothing wrong with it. I was an average normal weight as a kid and my early teen years. Um, but because I compared myself to the girls in the magazines that I, you know, the magazines that I love to read, I always thought I was less than, that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't ha- look right. Um, I thought I was fat. Um, I wasn't super skinny, but I also wasn't fat or obese. Um, Also, those of you that follow me and have seen me um, know that I'm very well endowed in the breast department. And so, and that's been since I was young. Um, I come from a long line of big boobed women. um, So it's genetic. So having large breasts has always made me feel heavier and, um, you know, just feel too big overall. So, but the self-comparison to the ideal in the magazines and all my friends, um, comparing myself to my friends, combined with using food for soothing and comfort, definitely contributed to my eating disorders. Um, Since I've been in recovery, and especially since I've been working with people, I'm hyper aware of the messages that influencers communicate. Um, remember I've said before that the size of someone's body doesn't tell us if someone's disordered or not in the same way that someone with what we perceive to have a perfect body isn't necessarily healthy. There are a lot of influencers who look really, really good, but they do some very disordered things to achieve that look. Let me 
clarify, don't get me wrong or misunderstand me. I am by no means saying that everyone that looks good is doing something disordered. I'm not saying that at all or even remotely. What I'm saying is that there are a lot of influencers that I have observed online that share what they do and they don't even see their actions as being disordered. Um, You know, those of us that may still be in our own struggle, we look up to a lot of them because we aspire to be like them. And so we take their advice, which may or may not be the best thing for us to do. And I think oftentimes um, it's not. I personally have some guidelines and boundaries for who I follow online. Um, I personally don't like to follow people who push the message of moderation um, or who put, you know, who push the all foods fit, um, or people that say, you know, the carbs aren't bad, which I don't disagree with that statement. Don't get me wrong, but I think that message is too generalized because there are certain carbs that are bad for certain people. Um, so people that push that kind of messaging, or who, you know, post cheat meals and then, you know, and their abs in the same, you know, post. Um, that's that's not for me. I, I'm not interested in, in following, um, you know, that kind of account. And it's not because their stuff they post tempts me, um, but I do get upset. Um, and I get upset, not not for me, but when I think about how many people who are out there suffering from Ed but they're following people who give um, really bad advice or dangerous advice. And then they take that terrible advice from someone just because that person has 100,000 followers or they have single digit body fat. Um, and that's a really bad reason to take advice from from somebody. I learned that the hard way. I'm, there's no judgment. Um, it makes me upset because not only do I have personal experience with, you know, trying to follow terrible advice from people um, just because they were popular or had what I thought was the the perfect body. You know, we look at some people and we think, oh, they must know what they're talking about because of how good they look. I fell into that trap many, many, many times. Um, and I was harmed by their influence and my choice to go along with them. Um, I, I also, on a pretty regular basis, have to have conversations with my clients who come to me about things that they see somebody post. Um, they'll see something that someone else did and then their ed says to them, you should do that. Um, and so then they message me and they want to know, what do I think about this or that? Should I do this? Um, you know, So they think that they should do what they saw this other person promoting because they think it might speed up their weight loss. Um, or work better than, than what they're doing at the moment. You know, it's a big disordered world out there. Um, and being able to discern all the information out there is, I mean, that's a big job. It's a full-time job. So I'm not judging in any way. This is a trap that I've fallen into, you know, still even in almost nine years into my recovery at this point. A couple of years ago, I briefly, very briefly, stopped eating chicken uh, because of something that I heard a very fit doctor say. Um, so none of us are immune to the the BS that's out there, unfortunately. Um, and luckily, I um, 
you know, I myself, even though I'm a coach, I've also worked with coaches over the years. And at the time that I saw that um, influencing doctor promoting, you know, don't eat chicken, um, I had a very wise coach who said, Mary, you can eat chicken. (laughs) Um, And we talked about it and worked through that. But so because of that, you know, we have because there's, you know, a lot of BS out there, we have to keep our recovery simple and pursue it on a daily basis. You know, I want to live a healthy lifestyle and I want to actually be healthy. You know, I'm willing to make certain changes when I feel really convicted about something, but <clears throat> I'm at a point now where I refuse to make a change every time I hear someone discuss something. Um, the, I'm in the, currently like in the uh, perimenopause stage of life. And so I, you know, follow a lot of um, people who that is their wheelhouse and their expertise. And it's a, almost a daily battle for me not to, you know, constantly um, like dig into the nitty gritty of, of my perimenopause and, and just, you know, I, I have to try really hard to just keep keeping it simple. So, you know, there's a fine line between, you know, making healthy choices and then possibly slipping into orthorexia where we're afraid of everything. So, you know, unfortunately, there are influencers out there who make you know, these posts that, you know, it um, make us scared or fearful about things. Um, and they, you know, they post about, you know, topics and, and then we suddenly, um, you know, think we have to, that we're doing something wrong and we can easily fall into, to bondage, you know, o- over some of these things. Like for an example, um, I understand that plastic is not great. You know, there's lots of, there's a great case to be made against uh, using plastic. And because of that, I no longer heat things up in plastic containers. When I'm at home, I use a stainless steel water tumbler um, and a stainless steel straw when I'm home. However, if I go out to a restaurant, I don't have any problem using a plastic straw to, to drink um, my water or my club soda out of a, out of a a glass, or sometimes some restaurants even use a plastic cup. I don't sweat that, um, because I don't want, I want to be reasonable with my choices and not obsessive compulsive, you know, being obsessive about every little thing robs me of the true freedom that comes with my recovery from my eating disorders. I can't get, you know, uh, wrapped around the axle on every little thing. So I, I I like to use the, you know, it's good, better, best thing. You know, I make good choices for me always. And when I have opportunities to make a better or best choice, I do. But I don't make myself crazy trying to do everything perfect and sterilize my entire environment in the name of health. Um, and I don't think you should either. Um, we, we want to live, um, you know, we, we want to have freedom and flexibility um, and be confident, not fearful. So be wise and choosy about who you follow on social media. Follow people who share a message that is helpful to you. Um, don't follow people who confuse you with their messaging or who are, you know, constantly changing what they do from one week to the next. Um, you know, don't, don't follow people who make you feel bad about yourself. Um, or who their image online seems to be perfect. They never post about their struggles. Um, you know, also be careful about 
following people who promote their way as the only way. Um, There's a lot of people who think that what they did, because what they did worked for them, that everyone should do it the same way. Um, And they don't recognize the individuality of people and that, you know, uh, for example, in my recovery, there are foods that I don't eat that other people who are in recovery can eat. And it would be very disordered of me to look at them and be like, oh, they're still disordered because they eat this, this, and that. But that's a wrong way of looking at it. I can't eat those things. That doesn't mean that someone else can't. Like, it's all an individual thing. Um, you know, I struggle with foods that other people don't. And I don't struggle with foods that other people do, which is why we shouldn't, like, copycat someone. Um, I share about what I eat online a lot, but almost every time I do, uh, people are, you know, asking me questions about the food. And um, I, I think, you know, make choices that are good for you. Don't make choices based on what I eat. If I'm giving you new ideas, that's great. But don't think that, you know, you have to eat like other people eat. You have to, you know, pay attention to what works for you and what doesn't work for you and, you know, make your choices based on that. Um, So, uh, you know, we don't have to live in an echo. I'm not saying, you know, we don't have to live in an echo chamber, but we should be protective of our recovery and our food sobriety. So if we follow people who are always causing us to second guess ourselves, then they might not be the a good influence for us. Um, if you're worried that someone will notice that you've unfollowed, you don't necessarily have to unfollow. You know, most of the social media apps have a hide option, and and then you know you could just click that, and then you won't see someone's posts unless you go directly to their profile to see what they're posting is. So, bottom line is, decide who you allow to influence you. We don't have to go every which way the wind blows. We don't have to try the next best thing. You know, I think right now there's a couple different things being promoted out there. Um, I know like there's a whole, you know, slew of people promoting eating a stick of butter a day um, that may or may not work for for you. Um, it definitely doesn't work for everyone. Um, and I even heard something recently about a sardine fast. So you don't have to get sucked into all those things. Just be consistent day in and day out, eating real foods that are nutrient dense and following your food sobriety mission statement of, I only eat foods that nourish me. You know, we don't have to make recovery harder than it has to be. We have enough real issues to tackle. We don't need to create more. Um, I hope some things in today's episode resonated with you. Thank you to those of you those of you that have uh, messaged me about enjoying the podcast and who you've shared the podcast with other people. I truly appreciate you doing that. Um, I don't have sponsors or do advertising. I just simply share about my podcast um, on social media. And I do this podcast because I want people to know that there are other people out there who are like you, you know, that we all have like... Um, similar issues. And I want people to know that they don't have to continue to suffer. Um, Also, one more thing before I wrap it up, I do want to let you know that I am now officially taking pre-orders for my self-paced food freedom program. I'm super excited about it. 
Um, I'll have links in the show notes. Currently, there is a special pre-order price, but it's going to go up on March 1st. So if you have any questions about the program after reading the description on the link, please feel free to message me. Thanks again, and I hope that you'll come back and listen again next week. Thank you for listening today. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at KetoMary71, as well as my website, KetoCoachMary.com.